Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. My goal is for us to discover jazz old and new together by listening to a wide array of selections and exploring different jazz styles and topics related to jazz. We'll learn more about what it is, what it isn't, how it's developed, and what we can listen for to enhance our experience. This program is on Trent Radio, 92.7 on your dial, and Peterborough Independent Podcasters. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. All right. Well, today I reached into the Trent Radio Jazz Library of LPs, which is pretty extensive, and randomly selected a few, then chose one track from them to play for you today. One of the first things I noticed when I went into the record library was the in-crowd. Not being a part of that crowd, I think I'm too old, I selected the record instead. After all, the record by the Ramsey Lewis Trio was a hit in 1965. The tune made it to number four on the Billboard Top 100, and the album won a Grammy in 1966 for Best Instrumental Jazz Performance. The title tune, well, it was uh, written by Billy Page, and it features Ramsey Lewis on piano, L.D. Young on bass, and Red Holt on drums. Here it is, Ramsey Lewis Trio, The Incredible.
Ramsey Lewis Trio with In Crowd. Next, I'll play something from 1974 from the Oscar Peterson and Dizzy Gillespie album on Pablo Records. Um, Dizzy won a Grammy in 1976 for his playing on this album. And this tune, Con Alma, was written by Dizzy Gillespie in the early 1950s, and it's been recorded by many artists. Its main claim to fame is its frequent changes in key centers, like occurring every two bars while still maintaining a singable melody. Let's hear how this duo of Oscar Peterson on piano and Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet do Con Alma.
Wow. That was barely recognizable. Yeah, barely heard the theme right until the very end. Conoma by um, a combination of Oscar Peterson with the great trumpeter Dizzy Gillespie. All right. Um, next, uh, I went to a different selection of the jazz records in the Trent Radio Library, and another record by Dizzy Gillespie came into my hands. This is one from 1963 called Something Old, Something New. This particular tune is called Dizzy Atmosphere. And he originally recorded it in 1945 with Charlie Parker. Eighteen years later, James Moody takes Charlie Parker's place. This record features Kenny Barron on piano, whose new record I showcased last week as part of Downbeat Magazine's Masterpiece albums of 2018. Also is... Dizzy Gillespie, of course, on trumpet, James Moody on flute and saxophone, as I said, and Chris White on bass, and drummer Rudy Collins. Here is Dizzy Atmosphere. Thank <laughs> you. 
Dizzy Gillespie with James Moody and Kenny Barron. Dizzy Atmosphere from 1963. Next, the most modern of the random albums I selected from the Trent Radio Jazz Library. It's from 1986. It's by a Vancouver group called Skywalk, who put out five albums between 1980 and 1992, one of which even charted on the Billboard Contemporary Jazz Charts in the U.S. This one is a third album called The Bohemians. Skywalk consists of Renee Wurst on bass, Kat Hendricks on drums and drum drum programming, Harris Van Berkel on guitar, Graham Coleman, keyboards, Jim McGilvery percussion, and saxophonist Tom Keenley side. I couldn't resist playing this particular track from the album because it's simply called Larry, written by Harris Van Verkel, the guitarist. Here it is.
listening to Discovering Jazz on Trent Radio and also available on iTunes and Peterborough Independent Podcasters. I'm Larry the Radio Guy. That track we just heard from was one of the albums that I randomly selected from the Trent Radio Jazz Library. The song was called Larry. No Relation by the Vancouver group Skywalk from 1986. Now we'll go back a few years. Live performances from the late 1930s by Artie Shaw and his orchestra on a 1961 double album called In the Blue Room slash In the Café Rouge. I'm going to play his version of In the Mood, which was a signature piece for the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Artie Shaw actually performed it, but didn't officially record it six months before the Glenn Miller version. He never recorded this version because it never got a particularly great audience response. He plays it considerably slow than, than, than the Glenn Miller Orchestra did. And it's over six minutes long. He starts he starts it a bit a bit lackluster, I would say, but then it builds up first with the trumpet solo, which I think is by Billy Butterfield. Then Artie Shaw comes in with this swooping clarinet doing some pretty amazing things. Artie Shaw and his orchestra from 1938 in the mood.
Okay, I was wrong about that trumpet solo. It was by Bernard Priven. And, of course, you heard that amazing clarinet solo by Artie Shaw, the version of In the Mood. The next album is a 1973 collaboration between the amazing composer and pianist Duke Ellington and bassist Ray Brown, who many of us know as being the bassist for Oscar Peterson for so many years. The album's called This One's for Blanton, dedicated to Ellington collaborator and bassist Jimmy Blanton. Here's the opening track, Do Nothing Till You Hear From Me. Duke Ellington with Ray Brown.
What a great duo of Duke Ellington and Ray Brown. Selecting random albums drawn from the Trent Radio Library today on Discovering Jazz. And I'm discovering lots. Some really good, some, from my perspective, not so good. A lot of people appeared on this upcoming 1987 album by guitarist Randy Bernson called Mo Wasabi. There was Wayne Shorter, Michael Brecker, Marcus Miller, Steve Gadd, and Toots Thielmans, but I'm not sure which ones are playing on this particular tune. It's called E-flat major, with flat spelled P-H-L-A-T. He's described as jazz and jazz fusion, but let's give a listen and see for ourselves.
Randy Burnson from his Mowasabi album. And that was Mike Scaglioni on alto sax. And let me look at the cover here and see some of the other musicians who are playing on that track. Uh, Marcus Miller on drums and Steve... Uh, Marcus Miller on bass. <laughs> Steve Gatt on drums. Um, Ray Lyon on the DX7 and Teres Coveyel on acoustic piano. All right. Pretty interesting, I guess, if you like that kind of music. This is Discovering Jazz. Right now, I'm going to play a Keith Jarrett album from 1974 called Treasure Island, and I'll, I'll play the title track, which features Charlie Hayden on bass, Paul Modian on drums, Sam Brown guitar, and percussionists Danny Johnson and Graham Franco. Keith Jarrett.
Treasure Island from a 1974 Keith Jarrett album. The last album from my random selection of jazz albums from the Trent Radio Jazz Library is by a saxophonist based in Los Angeles named Ted Nash. He was 20 years old at the time he made this first recording in 1980 for the Concord Jazz Label. The album features Ted Nash on flute, alto sax, and tenor sax with Randy Kerber on piano, Bob Magnuson on bass, and Jeff Hamilton drums. Now, the track I'm going to play is called Bells and, Ri- Bells and Whistles. It was written by Joe Emley, who I'm not familiar with. But we're going to take you out, and uh, you've been listening to Discovering Jazz. This is uh, Larry Sademan saying bye for now, and make sure you tune in next week.
If Superman were here, he would listen to Trent Radio. In fact, he's Superman, so he would probably be on Trent Radio. Of course, I guess Superman doesn't really exist, so I guess he can't really be on Trent Radio or uh, or even listen to Trent Radio. But you exist. You can you can listen to Trent Radio, and Superman could exist too. Maybe. Krypton just just hasn't blown up, and oh my god, no. Trent Radio 92.7 FM, 100% kryptonite free.